Welcome to Fat Mascara. Who are you? I'm Jessica. I'm Jen. And you know what? I just raised my arms to do a power pose. And whoo, I'm sweating. I just noticed that. <laughs> I'm in like a, a power crab. Like, so you don't have to raise no, your arms no, all the way? I, but this, this t- dress is a little tight, so I, I don't want to... This is a great start to our episode. Hi, everybody. Happy summer. <laughs> Happy summer. We're getting in the thick of it. Yeah, I'm we not, just got back from July 4th. I'm sure you did, fan. too. I'm not a huge fan of the summer. Of the summer? I thought you were saying July 4th. I was like, no. Hey, how unpatriotic of you, Jessica Matlin. No, I just want to know and, like, hit us up. Are there other are there other people out there who don't love summer? Oh my God, Tiff! Intern Tiff is I'm raising surprised her because hands. you're like slim and cute and like always wearing like <laughs> cute like shorts and shit. I when I think of the summer, I just feel like I'm spilling out of everything and I just want to cover up. I just want a turtleneck sweater and black leather pants. So I just like a chill in the air. I feel like I don't I don't do well sweaty. Hi, we're just going to complain to you about how hot we are. That's this I week's think episode. I people want to know. They want they we, do. We, we never don't have worry. a summer chat. Don't worry, we have beauty to go along with that. Okay, what um, do you have? Okay, bespoke face creams. I know okay. you have an experience to yes. share with mm-hmm. everyone. Then we're going to talk about, um, there's some new marketing guidelines in the EU about marketing things that are free mm. of certain ingredients. And I have thoughts, and I think this might affect U.S. customers someday, so I want to talk about that. Okay. And our last topic before we get into our amazing interview, body foundation. Speaking mm. of being hot, do yeah. you need body foundation? All that skin showing in the summer? Is, is this something you guys are contemplating? You know, I don't Kim know. just launched one, Miss Kim Kardashian, and we I should don't know just, her. let's chat. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> let's chat about it. Okay. And then after all that, we have a guest who I am so thrilled is here. This is, I mean, we're talking a real beauty star, a real beauty maverick, Chaz Dean, the founder of When Hair Care. And it is an excellent interview, and he is a doll, even though it was like 98 degrees I know, in our studio. I know, it was very hot in our studio. Sorry, and Chaz. He spills the tea. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, BetterHelp.com slash mascara. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So, Jen. Oh, hey there, Jess. This weekend, when I was out in Bridgehampton. Oh, you go to the I, Hamptons now? <laughs> Did you take I the subway? <laughs> hell no. Hell no. I could barely stand it for, from 57th to 34th. Um, I went out there and I saw Georgia Louise, the famous facialist um, at Knockout Beauty. Now, Knockout Beauty, I'd never been to Knockout Beauty. There's one in LA, but there's one in Bridgehampton. And but none in New York City. None in New York City. Just just the like beachy coastal community. Yes, you, okay. you know, not, fabulous. You know, who knows if where Knockout will expand because it's a really cool store. It's really cool. It's a very curated, and you know, I hate that word, but it's like a great. It, it actually means something here. A curated assortment of the very best in beauty. They have like everything from like Arnco to like even Swiss to Jal, like S J A L, like really cool niche brands. But Georgia had told me she was going to be there because she's doing like a pop-up facial thing. Well, you had one with actually her, not just her products. Well, I had one with her at her studio here in like her atelier, excuse me, atelier in Mm -hmm. New York. So I know that she is, she's got magic hands. I really like her. And then she said, come, you know, visit me in the spot out in Bridgehampton. And I got to show you this new machine. She showed me a video of it before and I still like didn't understand it because it was so advanced. She's like, you got to see the machine. I'm like, I got to see the machine because I don't know. I don't understand what that video was. I go, it is, there's, I'll put a photo of it on our Instagram. Uh, It's this very high tech looking thing that looks like it's out of like a science lab. And she said, do you have time to get your skin done? I'm like, oh, I kind of, kind of want to be the traffic. She was like, it takes 20 minutes. It was so cool. I sat in a chair and then I got my skin tested like with a little, like, like a little meter, like someone was pressing something against Mm -hmm. my face. And that, the data that goes into that computer communicates with this big machine. It's like some German machine. Does this thing machine. have a name? Well, the little meter is a skidomatic. Okay. Oh, but like to her, test hydration levels yeah, and things? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But the big machine, I don't know what it's called. It's like the Georgia Louise machine. And okay. all I know is it's from Germany. So she does my sebum. She does my pH. She does my hydration, which P.S. She also said I was the most hydrated person that they'd done this on. We got to find. I'm drinking a lot of water. I don't know if water really helps. Let's talk about that later. But I go and then we watch this machine. It communicates with the machine. It says like connecting, analyzing. Hello, Miss Matlin. (laughs) It decides which consistency of cream I need. And then 
it moved along once the little pot came out and moved along and little actives were squirting like little tubes were squirting the actives in there in levels based on what your skin tested exactly at. okay and then kaylee um sorry kylie uh, the owner of knockout beauty she was there which was a real treat she took it out she pre-mixed it and then she put it in this thing which looked like a blender and okay. it blended the cream and i was watching it was jeff with you for all of this oh yeah he was so sweet was he loving it he was taking videos for our instagram amazing they were, they're but i'm st- saying because he's a cosmetic chemist it's like yeah it's putting him out of business <laughs> well i don't know about that we could talk about that in a second but he thought he you know he thought it was interesting um we were we were both like looking at it, it was pretty cool it was very entertaining and then she gives me the cream and I have to say like full disclosure, like most of the things we talk about here, it was, you know, gifted to us as, as an editor. This cream will set you back about $350. So this is not cheap. But I have to say, you know, How's I was, the cream The cream's really nice. And I like that it's tailored to my skin. Yeah. It is very expensive. And you didn't have to fill out a questionnaire because, you know, when they ask you questions, I'm always like, I don't know. Do I want to deal with my redness or my yeah, hydration? Like, like it just knew for you. It knew for me. And it really felt like it was a little bit more about like the, you know, it tested the hydration and the sebum and the pH. Um, it didn't get into your pigmentation or under eye circles. Like there were specifics that the machine didn't test for, but the actives that are put in it, like based on your age and other things. Okay. So it's not just the machine. It's also a little bit of yeah, like yeah, we questionnaire. Yeah. A little bit business. of a questionnaire too. I think, you know, not everyone has $350 to spend on a cream, but what I was interested in is in that this kind of like event moment for skincare mm-hmm. and like the entertainment value. Yeah. Like when Bite Beauty would mix up your own lipstick or back in the day yeah. prescriptives, you could mix your own powder, but that takes like two seconds and yeah. you also feel like all you're doing is color. This is like more than color. I remember when we went to the Kiehl's event a few years ago in D.C. Yes, yes. It was like custom serums. Bespoke serums. Yeah. Sort of be- uh, semi-bespoke. Yeah. like This they're... feels truly bespoke in the way that that like dark Barbara Sturm Blood cream, in case you guys don't know, like all the big fancy people go out to Germany, get their blood taken and spun into that cream by Dr. Sturm. Yeah. This is like for the regular people. It's not regular, not regular. Not the, yeah. Maybe like in Bridgehampton, it's regular. It's like the, but... it's the bridge line of <laughs> exactly. Bespoke. Exactly. Bespoke bridge. So, you know, I think it's pretty cool. You think we'll see more of these? Like, because who can afford to put this machine in their store? That's the thing. I don't know when it's going to hit like a mass level or even like a Nordstrom, you know, kind of level. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, a really like elite service. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I do think that, you know, so much right now, whether if it's about fashion or beauty, is about customization. Um do, does everyone need this cream? Does everyone need a custom cream? I think you're not your face isn't going to shrivel up if you don't have it. But I do think that we're going to see a little bit more of this. And if you need a refill, I imagine they just keep your... Oh, yeah. they gave me like an ID card that I can bring so back you br- to the go shop. go back and then... And it goes beep. And then like they, it whips Whip it up, up another batch. Yeah. Did you name your cream? I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't. I don't know if that was an option. I just said my name oh, on it. Like my first thought is like, oh, maybe you gave it a name. Oh, that would be cool. Actually, I might pass that along to Georgia Louise. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, like a cute little label or something goes on it. I don't know. Anyway, it was cool. Fun, that though. was my adventure in beauty this weekend. It was an excellent adventure. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> of course. So let's talk about going. what's going on in Europe after the Hamptons. Let's talk about yes. Europe, shall okay. we? Okay. So as you know, the European Union has all the countries together. Like the United States, they have their own governing bodies for cosmetics. True? Mm-hmm. True. Okay. Okay, so the EU Commission has a new guideline in place, and this is the same way that FDA has like a proposed rule. It isn't yet law, but it's sort of like all the companies are like, 
we got to start doing this because it may go into effect. It went into effect on July 1st. There's a couple changes to labeling and marketing guidelines in the EU. But the one that I think is really interesting, they call them annexes for something, for some reason. I don't know. But it's now the free from claims are going to be Mm. affected in the EU. So people in the EU, once this goes into true legal action, right now it's just a guideline, will not be able to say... um, Free from formaldehyde, for example, if their product is free from formaldehyde because they're basically making a claim when other products don't have that ingredient either. Or they're not going to be able to say free from heavy metals. When, when there was never any heavy metals. Exactly. To okay. And this gets to something we've talked about a lot, which is the clean beauty discussion, mm-hmm. and that there's this fear-mongering going on yep. in marketing claims that the EU, I think, has realized by saying we're free of parabens, or by the way, a couple types of parabens are actually banned in the EU, a very small percentage mm-hmm. of them, but there are hundreds that you can use, just so you know. I don't want to like open up the parabens, like <laughs> not the parabens, the parabens conversation. Box again. Go back to the Tiffany Masterson episode. Please see Tiffany that. Masterson. But the reason they're doing this is because then companies will start to grab onto this one word, use it as a marketing claim, and it's sort of rightfully so, people start to think, oh, it must be bad if this product is free of it. Right. It's like I think of like ice cream if it says like no meat, you know, like it never <laughs> had it. So that's very true. That's very true. The other thing that's I thought such of a gross like thing to think about. Well, I thought of the remember how nail polish like 10 years ago, all of a sudden everything was three free because mm-hmm. it didn't have formaldehyde and then it was five free and then it was mm-hmm. eight free. And I was like, at what point are we just going to be like it's it's negative. It yeah, has nothing yeah, in it. It's yeah. just air. It's just there's a lot of. You know, I think I want to think that a lot of the clean brands, I want to think that like they think they're doing good and like their heart is in the right place. But I think there's such an opportunistic moment right now to be like, well, we are free of, you know, like just kind of each one is one upping each other. And also like, the other thing that pisses me off is when they say like in the EU, like billi- like five billion ingredients are banned and you know, like U- She's US being so, hyperbolic. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. five billion, but it's yes. like, it's, it's so, we have they have more banned ingredients than we right, do here. But it's like there are ingredients that are like never used. So right. I, oh, you banned abas- asbestos in your face creams? <laughs> cool. The, the, the U.S. does not have an official ban on asbestos. Well, actually, it does. But you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like common sense has kind of left the building a little bit. But I don't. Maybe it isn't common because the average consumer, they don't know. And the other thing that they're talking about now is also, um, so for example, you're not going to be able to say preservative-free or fragrance-free in the EU when you have a fragrancing ingredient, but it's just not perfume. Or Or you have a preserving ingredient. Maybe it's a specialized um, essential oil that has an antibacterial product, but you're not using a synthetic preserve. So you'll say preservative-free. You have to think about the class of ingredients that you're Mm -hmm. including. So they're going to make you... Maybe you don't have the chemical one that you sort of want to shy away from, but you have to be careful the way you categorize the ingredients that are in your products just to help people start to learn that that doesn't actually mean anything. So is the moral of the story when we see a brand that has, you know, a three inch long list of all the things that they don't have, don't necessarily be overly impressed, like, you know. They're not. I mean, they're not doing God's work. I actually think it's kind of funny if you think about it. Back in the day, way, day the way things were marketed is like, look at all that it can do for I you. I was just about to say, I'm like, I want to. Like, what are you gonna do for me? <laughs> but right now, we're having this minute, at least in the United States, where like all you're doing is like negative market. Like it doesn't do this. It doesn't do this. And so, what does it do? I you know? know? Yeah. Like the companies that have sort of built their products on this, it doesn't do. It doesn't have marketing and like ethos are going to have to step it up and be like, okay, then what does it do? Because yeah. that alone is not selling it to me. Sorry. Same, same. I need I need like some 
heavy lifting right now. And I would also I really like that they recognize it's a nuanced conversation, but that like by letting these marketing claims go on, it's created this feeling. And then we kind of get into this with Chaz a little bit about his company, too, that like there's a fear mongering and people just connect the dots totally. for themselves, even if there isn't any truth behind these well, that's, things. That's like the culture right now. Every, everyone is suspect. Everyone is quick to point the finger, to call out, to to draw conclusions you know, I, I don't like essay be... laundry with their Instagram, like all these different things. Like they yeah. just want to show you the negative side. I'm like, can we be positive? Like, what are we doing positive? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it's, just my thought. There's there's definitely like a, something rumbling in the culture that can be used for good a lot. But mm-hmm. I think some of it is is just noise. So we'll have to see if the, it would be the FTC, I think, in and, and the FDA with labeling guidelines that would get in on this in the United States and see if we might start seeing some changes to the labeling guidelines for cosmetics here. I think it might be warranted. I think it's time. It's overdue. It's time. (laughs) Yes, I know how you love summer. (laughs) (laughs) Is it September yet? No, I don't. I'm not trying to rush life. Not trying to rush. Not at all. But you know what I got to think about right now? Have you ever used body makeup or body foundation? I've tried. You did. How did it go? What happened? Um. Okay. The body makeup that I have used that like has been tolerable, and not just tolerable, like that was like nice is okay like take a shot everyone the charlotte tilbury like <laughs> airbrush legs take a shot every time, every time says, it, says, it says charlotte tilbury because you know i'm like a super fan um not an ad just a super fan i like that because it had like a roll-on applicator oh, and yeah. it's really sheer and it does it doesn't make a huge difference like i'm not tan i think if you're tan it's probably gorgeous for me it just makes me feel like okay i'm not uneven gross pasty and i have like it's like a blurring it's kind of a blurring thing but then i've tried other products which shall not be named and i felt like i was wearing stage makeup that's and also and i put it on because the charlotte you don't really have to like blend in very light it's like if you blend with your hands you won't doesn't like pick there's up. no line of demarcation where it isn't yeah but i tried something like on my upper arms i get like redness on my upper arms a lot like the backs like the little fat part it uh, gets really like like keratosis pilaris kind no of it's not uneven it's like if i get embarrassed or mad oh it's just like your flushing response is there first <laughs> oh yeah and that's oh my god god what, what a it's like not your cheeks it's like the chubby no, part of your arm i'm serious one time i'll never forget it was at oh in a workplace situation the the boss came over to me and she spoke to me about something and it wasn't like bad. It was just kind of like very intense. Yeah. And she walked away and my friend Alex, Alex, if you're listening, I remember she, she was like, you're so red. Your <laughs> arms are so red. Your arms. My arms. I've been in meetings where people, it's not even hives, but their chest starts to creep up yeah. the redness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kim Kardashian can help these people. <laughs> oh, you know, she she's, she really is the problem solver. She's the fixer. No, but actually she came out with a foundation. It's funny. These products exist, but then somebody like Kim does their version and all of a sudden it's news again. Yeah. She could be like, soap, look into it. Yeah. yeah. What's going on with soap? Yeah. <laughs> um. So- Everybody got into like, oh, is it feminist or not to have body foundation? And I was just like, how is that anti-feminist to have body foundation? I don't get that. How is it different than face face foundation? And then I realized, okay, I guess it's because it's sort of like our faces we have for historically cosmetically used. And now this is like a new place to put makeup to cover up. But I was like, I'm sure there's some people out there that would prefer to use makeup on their body and maybe not on their face. Yeah, completely. Like, who are we to judge? If you have, like, spider veins, if you have, like, um, like, like a yeah, port wine stain. Pristine face and it's perfect, mm-hmm. good for you. But then you have, like, a little bit of veininess on your legs that you want to hide. A lot, yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be able to 
Why is that anti-feminist? I think it goes back to what we're saying in the earlier segment. I think like people have like a hair trigger response to anything that could be perceived as saying you are not okay the way you are, you know, like, and it's funny because we're also in like the boom of the beauty industry. It's a very, um, there's like a dichotomy of what's happening right now. There's so many products, so many influencers, so many like things, but at the same time, it's like, you better love yourself the way you are. Like you better You're fall in line with the with the, right. with the mindset right now. That, we as you know consumers and just as women are like throwing these two very competing messages. You need more, buy more. We have fifty two types of skincare available to you. Forty eight shades of foundation, and you need mm-hmm. a couple. One for this, one for that. And then at the same time. You're perfect the way you are. Yeah. It's like, I've, I don't think, I mean, I'm I'm not that old, but I've never lived in a moment where it's more consumerist than it's ever been. I realize the irony, like we talk about products on this on this show. I'm not saying that I'm like some kind of... Or that like we don't like, enjoy yeah, using yeah, I, some yeah. of these products. I, I, I shop sometimes, but, <laughs> but there is this constant like feed literally and, and figurative, figuratively of new things that are like cool will change your life that are like disruptive all this stuff but it just feels so out of step with this like very kind of these are the right ways to feel about things it's kind of like this yeah i don't want to say like fascist but kind of like this is the right way to view beauty yeah yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but it's confusing for a regular woman. It's, it's confusing for me. It's confusing for us as yeah. people who literally our job is to look at beauty products and decide what is something we need and what maybe we yeah, don't. Yeah, like, don't you need. even feel that like when you're writing um like for your for your reader like sometimes it's you have to kind of like manage the the tone or the products you're endorsing and stuff in a way that maybe 5 years ago you wouldn't have. It's Absol- like a little like the anti-aging conversation. Yeah, absolutely. It is. And Or maybe I'm putting in a hair thing. I'm like, oh, this one smooths frizz. And then all of a sudden, in the back of my mind, I have, what about the people that like their frizz? Which I don't mind yeah, having no, it's frizzy a, it's hair. A, yeah, it's a really good, it's a good thing. Yeah. But it's just interesting how these conversations are so much more complex than they were five years ago. So all this is to say, will you be using body foundation? Will you, Jen? I honestly, when I use, when I have my legs... The reason I use it, I use it on my knees down. If I'm wearing like a shorter skirt, I'll use one of those leg products like a Sally Hansen mm-hmm. airbrush leg. Oh, yeah. Love. People love that. Um, or the Nivea. Zen- there's Nivea makes like a lotion that has like yeah. shimmer. I like them sheer though so they feel like body products. I've tried the MAC face and body mm-hmm. foundation. I feel like that is too much coverage for me that I like have to put it on so carefully so that there's no like lines yeah. that I don't enjoy that as much as the sheerer product. Do you want to know something funny about my legs? Yeah. Do you see this bruise? Like that's like right there. That's why I use it too. Shin bruises take longer to heal than anywhere else on your body, by well, the way. To your point, what is that? This from? bruise, it's across bed, my right frame. No, I had it since I was born because I was sitting Indian style in the womb and it was a dent. What? Isn't that so funny? You have so a I can never get rid of it. dented leg? Yes. It's per it was an absolute How do you know? It was because my mom told me it was an indentation when I came out of the womb. Let me see. I see it. But yeah, like, I was sitting like like Buddha style, like yogi style, and the little cells in there just never pumped up enough they collagen. Ne- no, to and make then I was C section, so I came out like um. And then you were Zen. Did you literally come out of the womb like a little? Like, <laughs> I think so. Sitting like a little Buddha. Well, <laughs> like they probably like sque- I probably squeezed out at some point. I've never seen a C section, but it this was like black. It birthed. Like, and now yeah. it's just like yeah. A, now like, I'm always gonna have. Do you one. ever cover it with makeup? It's too. It's, it's too dark. I've tried. It's who you are. Yeah. You're like a pro feminist. I feel like I feel like you know so much about me, but you didn't know that. 
I did it. I feel like I knew everything about your body, your mind, and everything. Guys. Oh, no, there's more. <laughs> Jess sat like a Buddha in, in her mom's uterus. For and I have the bruise to prove it. Amazing. Well, Kim Kardashian can help you. So that's oh, the thanks, moral Kim. of the story. Always helping. <laughs> we are here with Chaz Dean. He is a hairstylist. He is the man behind the Chaz Dean Studio, a salon in Hollywood. And of course, as you guys know, the founder of When Hair and Body Care by Chaz Dean, which came out in 1993. Did I get that right, Chaz? I gave up lather in 1993. Yeah, I oh. launched my products in November of 2000. But I gave up lather in 1993. So I so okay. So this is like we have a weird connection. You don't know this. I know that like you're very famous and you meet a lot of people. You don't remember all the faces, but you were my very first beauty event. In like 2001 or 2002, I was sent as an intern. The trust, they sent me alone to this like hotel suite to meet with you. And you showed me your cleansing conditioner on the balcony. Wow. Oh, here. Yeah. Here in New York. In New York. Right? Yeah. Yes. And the fun, it's like, it just speaks You don't to... remember her? Well, <laughs> I might. <laughs> no, it's no, totally No, because I did say you feel You're familiar with like, familiar. Little, okay. Like, who's this little girl? It I was, was like 20 it was years at, old. Yeah, it was at, uh, I remember it because I had a balcony. We had the dogs there. Yes. I yes, had Hunter you Spencer did, earlier. You did. You See, did, you I did. remember. I do. I, you know, yep. Yes, because I remember, like, I didn't know what to expect with, with these kind of appointments because I'd never, like, shadowed someone on it. It was just like, go meet Chaz Dean here. And... I remember thinking, like, this is the most fabulous job. I want my internship advisor's job. Like, I want to be a beauty editor. <laughs> and I was so unjaded by product that I literally told every single person I knew for, like, two weeks about how sh wa washing your hair with shampoo is destroying your Thank hair. Thank you. <laughs> and I, you gave me three. You gave me three fragrances. All right. Enough Thank about you. me. But I just, like, <laughs> I really. I love it, that. It was a really special, like, you know. Baby beauty moment. editor. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, it was like a new, it was like my first big like New York moment. Okay, so I know that people think of you as an entrepreneur. You're on TV all the time. We're just talking about like you going to QVC and stuff um, before we start taping. But you are a, first and foremost a hairstylist. Why did you get into hair? Wow. Um, in high school, I took photography my three years in high school, and I loved it. Um, a week after we graduated, because I grew up in Simi Valley. Okay, oh, so, so yeah, I grew up in, in New school. Jersey, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And then when I was 13, we moved to California. So I uh, graduated high school. And a week later, my dad was transferred to Arizona. I was only 17, so I didn't have a choice. I really kind of had to go. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what do I want to do with my life? It's like, I love photography. So my first thought was go to school for photography. And I'm grateful. I was adopted and my parents since birth. Since birth and my parents have been supportive. So like, okay, you want to go to mm -hmm. photography school? Absolutely. Go ahead and do that. We support you. So I did. And when I graduated from photography, I knew that I was going to move back to California because Arizona is not for me. <laughs> I'm not good with heat like that at all. <laughs> so um, I was ready to move back to California. And I was only 19 years old. And I thought, it's such a big city. And I just felt like I, I was this little fish in this huge pond and I wanted more experience under my belt so I thought I want to incorporate hair and makeup with my photography so I don't have to translate how I want you to do the hair how I want you to do the makeup mm -hmm. if I saw this vision I want to be able to create that vision so That's I went ambitious. to school for hair yeah I went to school for hair and I learned photography through school and I took before and afters of all my models I did um it, beauty school normally you work on older ladies and shampoo sets and all that but I would go out dancing to clubs like at least three or four times a week and I would meet college students at the 
clubs and I tell He's them to come in. He's also a casting agent. <laughs> almost. <laughs> I, oh, actually, almost because I would go and I say, oh, come in. You, you know, really had like a are, lot of mojo. Yeah. Hair, haircuts were $15. Highlights were like $25. So to get college students to come in for that, it was easy. So I built my portfolio. And all through school, my goal was you knew that this kid, 19-year-old kid in Arizona was going to graduate and move and work at Vidal Sassoon. That was my goal. Mm-hmm. So everyone knew when I graduated, boom, he's leaving. I went to California, and I luckily had a friend that I met through photography school that she was a receptionist at Vidal Sassoon. And she goes, I can get your foot in the door. I'll get you the interview. The rest is up to you. I'm like, that's all I ask. Just get me an interview. So I went on the interview. I felt really good about it. I brought my portfolio. And at the end of the interview, they asked me, okay, do you want to be a colorist or cutter? And I'm like, I want to do both. I'm like, well, you have to choose one or the other here. We don't, you specialize in mm. one or the other. I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. I couldn't imagine doing my whole career just cutting. I couldn't imagine my whole career just coloring. So I left that interview and said, I have to think about it and get back to him. And I just knew that wasn't for me, that I had to find a space that I could do all of it. And I did. You were very multidisciplinary. Yeah, I really was. So I found a place that was a creative artistic center, learned there, assisted there. Um, once I finished my assistant program, which I got through it in like six months because I was very motivated, I started teaching classes and then I became an assistant manager. And at the age of 21, they asked me if I would manage a salon and they moved me to Century City Salon to manage that what salon. What was the name so of the salon? It was Carlton. Carlton Hair. It was in the Beverly Center. And... Um, the irony is when I interviewed, the Beverly Center was new and open and so forth. And it was really creative and fun. Absolute, ama- it was like working in a nightclub. It was so exciting. And the day they hired me, they hired me and they sent me to the Century City Salon, which nothing wrong with it, but it's lawyers, it's attorneys, it's all corporate, it's three-piece suits. And I'm like, it wasn't the excitement I was looking for It wasn't for doing at the 19. club kids uh, no, in college? No, opposite. <laughs> so I went there my very first day. I had to go to class because they had classes on Tuesdays. I went to class and the teacher asked me, oh, I haven't seen you before. Are you new? And I said, yeah, I interviewed at Beverly Center, but they sent me to Century City. I'm like, I really want to be at Beverly Center. He's like, well, let me see what I can do. And I'm like, who are you? And he's like, I'm the manager of Beverly Center. Oh. So the next day they called me and said, you're transferred and you're going to Beverly Center. So I end up being where I was. But the irony is, is two years later now when they promoted me to manage they wanted me to go and manage the century city salon i'm like oh my god i'm going back right there back, yeah but it was a great step and it was a great experience for me so i did go and do it and i was like literally this 22 year old kid that was managing up to, up to 30 people and some of them twice my age and you have to gain the respect and so forth and it's really hard and it was at a time where they would eat at their stations, drink at their stations, smoke at their stations. And part if of they it, had cell phones, they'd be texting at oh, their yeah, stations. Oh, yeah, they didn't even have that. <laughs> <laughs> but they were eating, drinking, smoking. I said, I'll go as long as I can, you know, no eating at your station, no drinking, no smoking and whatnot. And I could hire and let go of who I choose. And they said, okay, which didn't make it mean it was easy. I had a huge battle ahead of me, but it was a huge growing experience. And I probably wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't go through that in my life. That managerial kind oh, of yeah. like boss yes yeah Yeah. i can't imagine though that you're at like beverly center or century city or whatever and like Alyssa because you know just pops in what (laughs) you know those places you're from california no i'm from philadelphia but but, like it's not like Alyssa milano and you know christine applegate are just popping in for that (laughs) like how did you how did you start doing celebrity hair i love that question because it is to get yourself on the map and it's true to get yourself on the map you have to have that under your pocket because they want to know who, who you work on. Yeah. And that's the number one question all the time. So 
I, I don't know if you know the show Knott's Landing. Nicholas yeah. Sharon was on that, and I loved it, and I had a crush on the girl. We would have Knott's Landing nights, the whole salon. She was later uh, on Desperate Housewives, yes, right? Yeah, Edie. Yes. Yep. And so um, we I, once I retired from management, because they didn't pay you to manage. It was just a title. So it was experience and a title. You didn't get paid for it. Oh, it God. took away from Yeah, it took away from working with your clients. It took away from everything because you had to manage. You had to go to meetings. There was a lot that had to happen. I loved doing hair and it was taking away from that. And they didn't pay you for it. And I just said, just pay me minimum wage. Just show me that it means something to you. And I'm fine with that. But didn't do that. You can only do that for so long. I did it for a couple of years. And finally, I resigned from management. I went to the Bel Air Salon, which is in the Glen Center. Okay, now we're getting in the area. That's where we are. Now you know. That's how it (laughs) happened. And it is true. So when I went to the Bel Air Salon, it was all ex-managers. Because like every manager that resigned, that's where they went. Mm -hmm. And as time went on, it was a busy, buzzing salon. They were making money. It was doing great. But as time went on, like the years went on, as they were ex-managers, they started going out and opening their own salon. So as new people came in, new stylists, it wasn't as busy and they weren't making the money they did. And I explained to them that you had stylists that had their own clientele, so it's a no-brainer. But as they're leaving and you're getting new stylists, it's not that they're not talented, but people aren't walking in the door because the name Carlton was over the door. Mm. And I told them that for years, and this is no joke. And then finally one day the buzz was going around that they were going to be selling the salon. I'm like, oh my gosh, where am I going to go? And you start looking like, where am I going to go if this closes down? And they had offered it to me, but I should actually back up because before this, when I was assisting for them, um, I had brought up, this is where my product starts. As a 19-year-old, I brought up to them, I don't understand, you have your own product line, but you order deep conditioners, the high pro packs, and why don't you have your own deep conditioner? Just as a kid, I just yeah. noticed that. And they said, well, if you want, we'll set you up with a lab if you want to help us create one. And I'd never done anything like that. I'm like, of course, yes, please do. So they set me up a lab. I met with the woman. Here's what we use. Here's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And I worked with her for probably nine months to a year until we finally launched that conditioner. Like and it was the Carlton a, Deep Conditioner. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, so yeah, this was not branded by you. Yet. You're doing it for no, someone else. No, I did else. it for someone else. I did okay. it for someone else. I was 19 at the time. And so I did it. It was really exciting to do. We launched it. It did great. Shortly after that, they said, we're thinking of doing a more natural product line. Would you be interested? Oh, how ahead of the curve. Yeah, it really was. It really was. And the only thing that was on the market at the time was Aveda. And they wanted to follow Netflix. Okay. So they said, we're thinking of doing a more natural product line. Would you be interested in helping us? I said, yes, but what will I get out of it? And they're like, oh, just prove you can do it. And then we'll talk about that. And in my mind, as a 19, 20-year-old kid, I thought, kind of, didn't I already do that with the deep conditioner? But I was excited, young and naive. So I did do it, and I created a primrose shampoo for them, sage conditioner, and rosemary conditioner for them. And it came to fruition. It went on the market, and then they, I said, you know, hey, so what, this is what am just I doing? like back bar stuff. This is like they're no. selling it at their salon. their product line. Yeah, major product. When I tell you the line, you're gonna make everyone knows what it is now. Oh, um, so oh, it wasn't branded Carlton. Oh no, what this, was it called? It, tell us. It was originally when I they launched it. They called it. Well, the clincher is they did it. This is the truth, though. Um, it was. Um, uh, they had a contest to name the brand. And I'm like, I'm creating it. Let someone else name it. I didn't care that much about it at that time. So they had a contest and one of the guys in the office, because they were a South African company, named it. And they wanted it to be very eco- economic, ecology mm-hmm. friendly. Yeah. So they named it E-C-O-L-I. 
And when they, yes, oh Oh my gosh, yes, it's not a joke. And as soon as they realize what they did, they changed it to E C O L Y, like ecology. Okay. And then it Uh became fashion formulas, and now it's a sexy concept, the big sexy hair. It's oh, that line. So you, I created their first ever three products You were in that at line. the very start. I was Wait, way at the Sexy start. Hair used to be called E. coli? Yeah. <laughs> That's like the most unsexy okay. name in the world. Very unsexy. That's but so they, funny. But, you know, it, it's like a contest and... Um, so yeah, so that's where it all started me creating products. So when they offered me, hey, we're thinking of selling the salon, would you be interested? Well, here's the part is, after I launched my products and I'm like, what am I going to get of it? They're like, come and meet us at the office. And I did, their corporate office. And they literally, I was across the table from, they had a piece of paper upside down. They mm-hmm. slid it across to me. And here's the part, and I explain this to people, and when I speak, I do, because it's how you value yourself and how you devalue yourself without any, even any um, conversation. Mm-hmm. And when I first started the project, I thought, well, I'm not investing money, but I'm doing this. I'm working with the lab. And in my own head, I'm like, maybe if they give me like 15%. And then within the year and a half of doing it, I went from like 15% to 12%. And this is my own dialogue in my own mm-hmm. head. No conversation. Did you, have anyone, you didn't have anyone advising you? No, because I was 20, 21 at the time. So yeah. no, I had no one. I was a kid. Um, so I didn't. And um, like, imagine a year and a half later, I went from 15% to 12 to that. Before I even met with them to go into the office for that meeting, I had talked my own self down. Well, if they give me three or five percent i'd probably be happy meaning something right. you were just so, like you wanted crumbs, in my own you head, wanted anything yeah but in my own head without dialogue so i teach people don't devalue yourself without dialogue so what so, was on the paper i'm gonna tell you wait, 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 oh, oh, <laughs> i want to go back then? to wait, oh, wait. wait. give Before us the paper give us the paper first and then i have a follow-up question okay, okay. so in my mind i went from 15 percent to a year and a half later okay if they give me three, three to five because i know they wouldn't pay me to manage they wouldn't pay me minimum wage so i'm like okay i know expect that's the worst not. there yeah. you go expect the worst so i'm like three to five percent uh, i'd probably be okay with that they slid the paper across i turned it over they offered me one penny per bottle for every bottle manufactured now if that's not sand in the face salt in the that's eyes that's like 0.0003% yeah. in my mind my that's mind's really going mean. okay 100 bottles equals $1 oh and in your mind you have no money you're thinking well, to get to a, even just $1000 I'm going to have to sell what is that 100,000 or 10,000 bottles 100,000 100,000 bottles it was crazy so what'd you so, do I just, they said it's that or nothing. I'm like, I signed it, but I never even saw that. So it was a learning growth mm. experience and I wouldn't change it because I wouldn't have my line right. if I didn't do that for them. So let me stop you. If you, for our people <laughs> who are listening, cause I think, you know, there's something analogous in what your example to like everyone's life, like where they're going for a raise or, mm-hmm. you know, what is your, like, what's your new mojo like wow. what, what do you do do you have i'm sure you have like a business manager and you're you're much far more seasoned now but i understand why you felt that way because you're a kid and you're I just so happy to be there you know you just gave me an epiphany and i didn't think of it until you asked me that question because now with everything i do with all my projects everything i do i'm like i don't want surprises don't if i know what i'm getting and so yeah i learned that from, and i didn't realize that you gave me that epiphany when you asked me that because i am i'm like do not give me surprises tell me what it is but don't come back at me with something else because I'm not good with that. So, yeah, I didn't even realize that until you literally just asked me that question. Wait, see, tell me what it is. You want to um, know. Well, what? I'm working on construction jobs yeah. and this and that. I'm like, yeah. don't hit me with, give me the truth. Tell me what it is so I'm not surprised up later. Front. Tell me up front. So that's the lesson. And I'm fine with it because I, I can handle it as long as I know what I'm getting into. But what about so when you need to lesson. say the number first? You didn't value yourself. Oh, so yes. what about if you were like, 
Okay, ready? I Go have ahead. a brand new shopping <laughs> network. Okay, we're gonna poach you. Yes, we're so excited. It's CVQ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are a marquee name, Chaz. Yes. And I'm like, what are you looking for? Wow. Well, I mean, I'm I know not, my I'm value. Not asking you to yeah. give me the figure, no, in mine, but... I know my value now. So yeah, that 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 is it. I'd be like, I know my worth at this point compared to what I did as a 20-year-old. And that's just old. time and yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, but I guess back then, if I could do that over again, I would have asked them. We, I, but would I have had the opportunity if I had all that dialogue, you know what I mean? The experience, mm -hmm. I wouldn't trade that for the world, but I don't want people also getting screwed over. So I yeah. kind of know what you're getting into. Ask up front and don't wait and assume it's going to be something. But in my head, I already told you that. I knew they wouldn't pay minimum wage to manage, so I knew it wasn't going to be good right, in the end. Right, right. So, okay, so then you feel like this experience had made you want to start your own thing, right? So you're not getting a penny per bottle. Yeah. Well, the funny part is, is when I, I did, when they first offered me the salon, my first, can I say the word? I said, well, I said, hell no. When they first offered me the salon, <laughs> I said, hell no, because I knew they screwed me over so many times that I'm like, you're not going to get me again. <laughs> but then I thought about, I'm like, wait a minute. The only reason the salon doesn't work is because their pride won't let them change that name. Because I said, change it to, did I get into that part about the name over the door? Okay. So as it was getting slower and slower, I told them for years, you just need to change the name. You're in a multi-million dollar neighborhood. It's one of the richest neighborhoods in California. And these women aren't going to go to a Carlton salon that they look at as a discount salon. Yeah. So change it to Tree, Branch, Wood. I'm making up anything. Yeah, yeah. Anything. I would look outside <laughs> Tree, Coli, Branch, Wood. Yeah. Name it to any. Yeah, don't name it E. Coli. Something pretty. Something, yes. So I, I would tell them that for years and they would listen. And they would also ask me, I don't understand. How come you never order shampoo from us, but you order all the conditioner all the time? Like at the beginning, I told them, like, I gave up lather the day I opened my salon. And I would order the sage conditioner, rosemary conditioner, the ones I created for them. And I would mix those is how it all started. And they never understood, why are you never running shampoo? I'm like, I don't use shampoo. And they just thought, oh, he's crazy. He's off, went off the yeah. deep end. And they didn't want to hear anything about it. But as the years went on, like two to three years later, they started coming back. And they're like, well, wait a minute. What do you mean you don't? And I'm like, mm-mm. I knew they were ready to shoot me in the back again, stab me in the back yeah. again. And I told Stat, do not tell them what I'm on to because... They will steamroller me. We have to talk about what you're onto, though, because we have to catch up some of our <laughs> listeners who are like, what what's does that happening? Mean? What is that mean? I, I know sure everybody knows the way. Yeah. So, so cut two, you created a line of no lathering, yeah. cleansing, what conditions? How do you describe it? And what did people think when you did this back in the 90s? Oh, and I'll, I'll go full circle of my celebrity client. So at that time, at that salon, the, my first celebrity the client one? was, yeah, my first celebrity client really was Nicolette Sheridan. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And she was one of the other stylist clients, and he wasn't able to take her one day. And he's like, oh, your dreams are going to come true today. And I said, why? He goes, because Nicolette's coming in. I don't have time to do her, so you're going to do her today. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because I had a crush on her back then. <laughs> um, so I'm like, well, oh, my gosh. She was like super babe. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, a page, page from Not Slanting. So she came <laughs> in and she used bleach, obviously. I didn't use bleach, so I got her off the bleach and I got her off the shampoo. And I mean, I, and I'm like, just trust me, I promise it works. And everyone's first like, what do you mean I'm not going to use shampoo? How am I going to get my hair clean? I'm like, it's going to cleanse it, but it's not going to strip it. It's going to hydrate it all at the same time. It's just not going to lather. And so this is she your own my little concoction one. that you've made. Yeah, my own that I made up for them, literally, yeah. the sage and rosemary. Because yeah. the sage was really moisturizing. The rosemary was really astringent. So I would do two-thirds sage, one-third rosemary. I had to empty out every bottle, custom blend it for every client that came in, send them home with that. And I would say, I promise it works as long as you trust me, promise it works, and so forth. So she started with me. And shortly after, her brother was dating Tori Spelling from 90210. 
So she sent Tori Spelling to me. So I got Tori Spelling off the bleach and off the shampoo. <laughs> and it just snowballed because then she sent Shannon Doherty and Jenny Garth. And it just snowballed. It was so... And the whole 90210 yeah, Oh, I totally did. I mean, even <laughs> Kathleen Robertson, who's all of them. And then I was getting the ER girls as well, Juliana Margulies, because one of my best friends was her personal assistant. She goes, I'm going to try and get Juliana into you. I'm like, please, please, please do. Because you fight so hard to get names. She's amazing. And got her off the shampoo. And then she sent Gloria Rubin. And it just snowballed. It was amazing. Then did you start selling? So I'm sure you sold the the cleansing conditioner at your salon, right? You started selling it there? Yeah. Well, I used before I formulated my own. Yeah, I used to sell those, the sage and rosemaries. Then what I did is I started work. Once I realized in my mind, I'm like, wait, I created this for them years ago I need to do this for myself yeah but again you don't have money to do it so it takes time so in 1996 which was three years later I started formulating it I'm like here's my starting ground I want to go light years beyond this but this is what I'm doing now let's far exceed that and I've completely exceeded it so um it took me almost five years before I launched it and also part of that was is I didn't have the money to do it yeah how did you get the money (laughs) how did you get the money to take it from the kitchen sink kind (sighs) of concoction to now we're when cleansing cream like on television yeah the big part was is when I first had the epiphany of it I literally went to and you may have heard this before and heard me say that we I literally went and got sage and rosemary and lavender and eucalyptus I went up to Mulholland Drive in Coldwater <laughs> and picked eucalyptus off the trees no. there I'm no joke Lisa Ren lives right there Lisa and Harry live right across yeah. the street from that I literally did and um i did a concoction of like an elixir. It was like, a, I'm really hot in here. It's hot in here. Um, it gets hot when our hot, air conditioner yeah. turns off. Is that what You happened? better talk quicker because yeah. we're not allowed to turn it back on until oh, really? our episode's yeah. over. She's like, you better go fast. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I didn't. I boiled it and it's just like a tea. I mean, I'm drinking green yeah. tea. It was yeah. just like that. But I went in my shower and I cleansed my hair. And because it had astringent properties and moisturizing properties, I'm like, wow. This feels amazing. I knew I was on to something. And that's when I started going working with the lab. I'm like, this is what I'm using. But I also did the sage, the rosemary, lavender, well, eucalyptus. how did you get the something. money to do this? Well, when you're first working with the lab, you don't need the money right up front. Okay. Up front, you don't. It's when you're ready to formulate that you do. And that's the hard part. Um, it was, God, there's so much to this story. Because I would ask clients that I knew might have had some money that I didn't have. Um, long story short, in the right circles. yeah, well, and I found my birth mother within that time frame. Oh, so wow. before I launched, I found my birth mother. My mom had passed away of cancer 18 years ago. And before she passed, I found my birth family and I asked them if you, and they didn't come from money, but I'm like, I've kind of put it out there. Anyone, would you be interested? Cause I knew it was going to take me a long time to save yeah. up for this. And uh, for, I guess, fortunately or unfortunately, no one was able to. And so I did it. It took me, like I said, five years when I did it, I wasn't even able to, do the minimal amount from the lab. So I got them to make it and I had to have another lab fill it because I couldn't even meet mm-hmm. re- meet the minimum, which I'm grateful for. And then the other part is Mindy Cohen from Facts of Life was my client. Ah. She's in the city right now. Um, she was my client at the time Mindy. as well. Yeah, love her. You're like her. the king of 90s TV I, hair. Isn't that crazy? I love it. Yeah. yeah. So she said, as soon as you get it, I'm going to get it too. Because she was like literally friends with I mean, I remember the people it was like Jacqueline so Smith and Halle Berry together, and Christine Applegate. Yeah. She's like, when you have it, I promise I'm going to get it to all my friends and whatnot. And she really helped me. And I've always given her credit that she was the one that was right on my back saying, I'm going to get it to all my friends that I can. And once you use it, the, my my cap in mind was before I even launched it, My one of my biggest ones was for the 1999 Grammys. Uh-huh. My client also was a personal assistant for Alanis Morissette. And she asked me, would you want to do Alanis' hair for the Grammys? I'm like, 
No. Uh, I mean, hello, of yeah. course. So it wasn't even on the market that yet. That was like so peak I, Atlanta like queen. Oh my God, it was yes. when she was for Uninvited. Oh, I love if that song. If you remember, song. and I did the hair with all the crystals in her hair. Oh, and all that yes. Stuff. That was yes. me. That oh was God. me. And it became a thing. All those jewels. And when I did those little clips, little snaps, and I glued on oh crystals to a snap. This is 1999. I wore yeah. crystals on my hair for a prom. Oh, my God. Uh, did you? Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. It yeah. started something huge. It was and so I, cool. I only did it once because once you do it, it becomes huge. Yeah, and you got to move to the next got thing. got into like mine were Velcro. Every girl uh, <laughs> was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I got snaps. I glued them on the snaps. I braided. I put all kinds of no, texture. And then Claire's was selling them and everything. Oh, my God. Can I ask you this? I'm sure listeners are wondering. But that was a huge thing for me. Hers because it was tour. But I'm just saying because I want you to go that when you I you want me when, to go on, on my no. podcast thanks no I don't mean that I want you to say that but the thing was is her hair was down to her butt and she was amazed at what she used she didn't even know what it was and her personal sense said tell him what you told me she goes my god my fingers glided through my hair it's never felt so good and I'm she like, was using That's a your, and she won your, that like, my cleansing conditioner so for all the people who are like but why don't I need lather? What's wrong with lather? Everything. We ask this question of a <laughs> lot of people. No. Okay. So this day and age, we have like 20 more years of learning since yeah. then. Why do you want us not to have lather? Because I gave it up. Number, I gave it up for new, I mean, numerous reasons. Because we're on here, I'm going to tell most of them as well. Um, I gave it up, number one, because my clients, I'm a colorist. And their color, leave the salon. Like if you're vibrant red and you come back brassy and faded and all whatnot, or if your highlights, all the color was going down the drain. They would come back and say, I don't even have regrowth yet, but my color is all faded. Mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. couldn't figure out why until I realized I was shampooing, conditioning my hair twice a day because I was so oily. If I was going to dinner or a movie, I'd have to find time to shampoo and condition my hair because I was robbing my scalp of my natural oils and your body works overtime to replenish them. Because of the because, surfactants oh, in a gosh, traditional yeah. shampoo. Yeah, you okay. can't fool, you can't trick your body. It's like trying to trick your body on a diet. You cannot trick your body. You know that. <laughs> so that and would so, sort of like take out the pigment, but also dry out your scalp so you get more oil rebound. Yeah, oily okay. scalp. And then your ends were dry so it would never balance out or never catch up. So I, I stopped for that reason. So like I said, when I first, the first time I tested it, was in my shower and it was like I had roommates and I'm like don't touch the top shelf in the shower because it was my experiment I was like a mad Lab. scientist and they all knew it don't touch whatever he has up there because I had him in orders like yeah. I would always do the left side with this one the right side with this one oh, you're funny. for years I had half and half and I'm like what side looks better to you and I knew what felt better so I was like a mad scientist like crazy but the answer is is because of all the stripping it strips everything out of here okay. if I ask people what reason do you use shampoo for they're not doing it to for they're really not doing it to, you know, strengthen their hair, hydrate their hair. They're doing it to, to clean. clean your hair. So if you can clean it but not strip it, why, why would you, you not? Right? And Voila. that's that was when? number one why. Yeah. So and the other part was when I first started doing it and people were skeptical. They're like, that doesn't make sense. That sounds backwards. So I when I went to name it, I'm like, I'm looking for a three letter word. I wrote words down on paper like that doesn't make sense. That sounds backwards. I'm like, but it's a whole new way of looking at cleansing your hair. I wrote down new, held up in front of the mirror, new when, new when. Ta-da. It was perfect. I was going to ask you. Like, and that's that why meant? the N and when is backwards. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a backwards N and when. So most people, our listeners, they know when from TV. So when did you go on TV and like, honestly, like you went like gangbusters when you're on TV. So like, why do you think that worked so well? Because uh, Okay, because when I was ready to launch my product, I still knew I was onto something huge because I was the first, there was no category as cleansing conditioner. I'm like, True. I had to come up with what am I going to call this? It's not shampoo. It's not just conditioner. And I thought, well, you're cleaning, conditioning. So I really went with cleansing conditioner and there was no category as that. So when I did, I realized that I had a patent pending on my formula 
and I had the bottles of it, but I was afraid to talk about it because I thought these huge companies are going to come and steamroll me and take my idea. And I'm like, I have to talk about it. I've got to get it out there. But I also knew I had clients that would say, you need to get on QVC. And I'm like, my mom used to watch that. And QVC knows this. Yeah. I used to tease my mom because I'm like, mom, you're, I worked at a mall. You're supposed to go to a mall to shop. You don't shop from TV. <laughs> she was ahead of the curb because she, when they first launched, she started shopping. And I just used to tease like, mom, you can't buy jewelry. You can't buy these things from TV. You got to go to malls. <laughs> so when the client told me you need to be on QVC, I'm like, no, that's what my mom did. That was that. I know what you're talking about. And it didn't make sense. And the more I thought about it, I thought, they are right because it's a lot of my, explanation to do. That's exactly mm -hmm. it. I'm like, you're going to pick up a bottle of cleansing. Conditioner. Maybe no one knew what it was back then. Now, 20 some odd years, 21 years later, they do know what cleansing conditioner is, but they didn't know what that was. So I knew I had a platform to explain, here's a bottle. Here's what you're going to do with it. Here's how it works. Now, in the same time, got the ranker was the, because they were with yeah. Proactive. That was their one. Um, they were number one with that. And I'm like, they are the Goliath of infomercials. And I thought that would be my ultimate. And I had a client who was in her 60s and it changed her hair. Like, she's like, I have the hair I've always dreamed of. And she was an executive sales coach for them. So she says, when I get my foot in the door and I'm comfortable and I know I'm content, I'm going to pitch you to them. To oh, Gothi cool. Ranker. To Gothi Ranker. So I was trying to get into QVC and I was kind of dabbling with that. And I was someone prior to all this that would, procrastinate a little bit more and I guess because I was afraid of what the answer was and the time came when Desperate Housewives was on the air and I had a style lounge hosted at my salon in Hollywood and Terry Hatcher showed up it was before Desperate Housewives went on the air and Marsha Cross came and I met her we became friends she loved the music I had we sent her home with the music she invited me to her 40th birthday in November what was the music just I had real good chill kind of music like it was just chill music. It's, um, I'm trying to think of what it was. Uh, God, I'm trying to think if it was before Coldplay, that type of stuff, yeah, yeah. if it makes sense. But she loved it. So I burned her CD, take that. But she invited me to her 40th party. I went to her party and I walked in and Eva Longari was there. And I had known her from 1999 when she was on soap operas. And she was using her when and loving her when. And she would talk about it. And so she was dating J.C. Chazé at the time. Oh, my from God. Insane. Blast from the past. You remember I that? love it. But the crazy connection is my roommate was their makeup artist. So as I walked in and Everyone she says, Everyone in L.A. Chaz, is connected to it's, you. That's, it's so connected because she walked in and she's like, Chaz. And J.C.'s like, how do you know Chaz? She's like, how do you know Chaz? And I'm like, yeah, why use when? Everybody knows and then, Chaz. So then I went upstairs and Terry Hatcher was up there. And she goes, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Because I hadn't seen her for months since the event. She goes, let me just tell you. I've never been known as the girl with the good hair. Uh -huh. My hair, oh my gosh, look at it, look at it, and da-da-da. I went downstairs. Felicity Huffman was there. And she's with William H. Macy, her husband. Yeah. She's I like, hey, Felicity, because I've never met them. I just know they all use it on the set. And so and they had a house account set up. All of them, the guys, the kids, everyone in the house place used when the kids, everyone. And so she tells William H. Macy, come on, honey, it's him. The tea tree that's in our shower, that's him. So I went from there. In the next room was Marsha Cross. And I said, I had a style lounge. I didn't get to meet you. She goes, oh, my God, I love the fig. And it's like that was my breakthrough. You're like, we need to get and, on TV. And, and they had been, well, they had been nominated for the Golden Globe that year, their first year. And. Uh, they, I told them I was going to bring baskets for them as a congratulations. Mm -hmm. And within that time frame, their their people came to pick up products for them. And they said, Oprah's coming on the set and she's going to do a spoof on Desperate Housewives. Do you want to do a basket for her? Another one. Do you want? No, I'll pass. Of, of course. course I will. Of course. So I got a basket ready. I went on set with them. I brought the basket to her. I explained to Oprah all about when. And as I drove, drove off the lot that day, I thought, I need to do this QVC thing. I've been holding it because I didn't want to get a no. 
And I thought, if they don't want it now, there's no, this is the this number is one strike. show, Oprah. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't even use Oprah's name because I know you don't use Oprah's name unless she gives you permission to. But knowing I handed her when, oh my God, there were I had the confidence. of using Oprah's name. Right? <laughs> so I, I, I just got yeah. scared. Like, did we, have we ever used a gym? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, use, I didn't use her name because I know you don't use her name. But the confidence knowing I handed her a basket of when yeah. that I'm like, if they don't want it now, they never will. So finally, I called them again. And this was in, God, this was in January. So in January, I called them. Finally, by March, by the end of March, I got a call from them. And I had a call from my attorney at the same time. And both were on the same line. I'm like, I'm going to take QVCs. And I did. And I was on the phone with them. And they said, well, we're thinking about that. And I said, when would when would you want me to come? And I knew they were in Pennsylvania. They're like, how about next week? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> so I already know. It was April 4th of 2005. And the same day that I was meeting with them, my executive sales coach that was bringing it to Gothi Ranker had a meeting with them. She goes, I'm meeting with them tomorrow and I'm going to pitch one to them. So the very same day, Gothi yeah. Ranker and QBC, and I was oh in Pennsylvania. Gosh. She's in San, uh, She was in Palm Springs. And the same day, April 4th, 2005, both of them were pitched and it just, they both happened. And you got both. I got both. Yeah. It was insane. And then suddenly you became a TV star. Yeah. And when was selling like crazy. I mean, how much, this stuff is, <laughs> I, I, you, you, need, you just have to be, I can't even speak. I'm getting all like tongue tied. People who aren't even into beauty know when you and your face and the cleansing conditioner, how big was when uh, or is when, whatever you well, want to say. It, it, I became, because I started at the bottom, I worked my way up and I was there in 2005 is when I started, August 27th, 2005. And it just kept growing and growing and growing and growing and we kept growing and growing. And by 2000, because you always know who's in there with all the beauty vendors and so mm-hmm. forth. And it was always at the top was philosophy, B.E., and then Bear by 2000, yeah, Bear Essentials. And by the time 2000, I think it was 13, we were like in third. And then by 2014, we become second. And then 2015, we became the num- their number one beauty brand. QVC's on number one. That's yeah, which was insane. But wow. the, So the thing is, this was pre- prevalent. It was in everybody's <laughs> household. And obviously, when you get that big... A couple of people have problems. So we have to ask you about that. Well, that was my target. <laughs> oh, you had a target. That was on my your target. Back, for sure. For that was sure. My target. But so correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm, I'm not sure if everybody realizes this, but the FDA investigated because there were some claims about hair loss associated with the product. They were not able to find any proof no, to those for claims. In years, all the way since back in 2000. Sure. It's their job yeah. to investigate, but they could not find proof. So they therefore couldn't. A couple of people came out and they were like, they, they well, made it's like a thousand. People, I think they had they looked into every claim. They could not find any proof that your products caused damage. They can't call a recall, and they didn't even ask you to do a recall. But you ended up settling a lawsuit in association with this, right? Will yeah. you tell us what happened? Um, I can say some. I can't say all. What but you here's the beginning. Say. What I can yeah. say is at the beginning, I said, "There's no way I am. There's no way because I you knew." You were very and open believe- about oh, letting 100%. them investigate. Yeah, right? absolutely. Oh, absolutely, and we still have. And also, the other part that you need to know is that when this came out. We have done te- We've had to do testing for mm-hmm. QVC. You have to do all this testing. They're especially at- legal. hundred percent. You can't 100%. breathe a word no. that is like could be taken out of context. <laughs> so you open up your ingredients to them. You open up everything. What I- absolutely everything. To this day, since all that's happened, I've spent literally no joke millions on the testing to every expert around the world, mm-hmm. around the world. And at this point, I would say that, at, to my knowledge, we are probably the most, in my opinion tested product out there because I wanted to know if there's something I need to of know I want to know, to know. Yeah. they tested it every which way and form every expert literally around the world and we are 
at some point in the very near future going to have all that of a website. They can all come if they want to sit there and read all of it. I mean, we tested every way, shape, and form. Do you think it's just a numbers game if that many millions of people are yes, using it? it well, here's what it is. Again, if, say, I make up uh, here, blue. If I told you blue blue shampoo or blue toothpaste cause blue toothpaste causes cavities. Like I use blue, it's got to be blue. It, it, they opened it People up. I, yeah, the dots. exactly. So that, wait, 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 I, I don't know if I understand the analogy. So it's it's if people like people they have hair problems and then they also happen to use your product yeah, once. So they connect, oh, so they oh, connected that's what it is. the causation. Yeah. Yeah. The yep, that's and what you it is. were not be able that. to show causation. Yes, exactly. But pe- you know, people just think, oh, I heard about this. It must be that. Yeah, but yeah, but, you so already know millions so, of people suffer hair loss every year without. Any, you know, and also because it's a unique product. I mean, I know that we... Yeah, they're like, the it's beauty, different than what I'm used to. Yeah, We in the beauty community know what this thing is, but they could easily be like, you know what it is. It's that new thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the thing you bought off TV. Yeah. <laughs> the class action suit, though, you did... There was no... The judge didn't say you did wrong, they did no. wrong, whatever, but you settled. Why, yeah. why settle be- if you know, you know that this didn't cause these problems? Yeah, because the element is, is unfortunately, it had been what, almost close to four years, and your it's business is declining, on. declining, declining, declining. And again, I probably wouldn't even be in the court up to this day if so. So you have to make the right decision. Because at the beginning, I said, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And as it gets worse and worse and worse, and it's media, media, and it gets worse and worse, and we're still testing and testing, um, it's just you got to make your choices. Either you got to put this behind you and continue to forge forward. I never I never turned back. Even with QVC, I still kept moving forward right. going forward How did because you- I believed it. You know, you know, but that just, feeling, so people, just to close the loop okay, on this, yeah. people could get their money back if they bought your product and they weren't happy. Yeah, they yeah, they did. Basically. And so forth. Yeah. But the other part is we do absolutely 100 percent. I mean, we've changed so many things since then as well. But encourage you, if you ever have any hair loss, go see a dermatologist. Yeah. And that doesn't happen. They just want to connect it. And again, yeah. I was, a tar- I was an individual. Makes, I get it. Being an individual person and a corporation yeah. is Correlation a huge difference. Doesn't causation. I get it. I had a huge learning lesson from that. So I want to ask you, I mean, if if somebody like accuses me of of anything, like I, you know, true or not true, you know, it hurts. Like you start thinking like, did I do something or, you know, no one wants people to be mad at them. How did you get through that time? Because you're so public and this is like your your baby. Yeah. And that's like, that had to hurt. Like, what did you do? Well, it was because as you said, I was I was, and I don't talk, I've never talked about this. I was known and I was loved. And when people saw me and they get lit up, I knew why. Yeah, you're I like changed a your life. I made their, oh, yeah, you changed my life. You changed everything. Oh, my God, you gave me the hair I always dreamed of. And then all of a sudden it became that to like, okay, why they look and look at me for that reason or that reason. And you never know. And I'm finally back on the upswing of like being stopped and like, oh, my God, you changed my life. Thank you so much. But again, if you heard that it was, and I mean, you use so many products. If you heard that it was like, well, I use it. It had to be that. So that's it. But as far as, like I said, the testing, there's not one test that we could, there's not like a list of tests. We had to come up with even tests that, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? So it's all going to be. So basically this is like website for it. cleanest, most tested product available now. Uh, To my knowledge, to my knowledge, yes, I would believe so. Because I know, and again, I spent millions. Why? Because we were losing millions. So of course I spent millions because I also want to know, and you have to realize these are experts in their field worldwide. And the first thing they say is, well, we're not going to, might not tell you what you want to hear. I'm like, good. We don't want that. And again, we know you're not going to tarnish your reputation. Just tell me what I want to hear. I don't want that. If there's something here that I need to know and I need to correct, I want to know that. Even though I believe 100%, not because I saw, you know, all these millions, because we're talking millions of people whose lives we change worldwide. 
Did you lean on anyone during that time? Yeah, or did you actually, I love you say I did. I did. Um, I used to go to Reverend Della, you know, Reverend Della Reeslet from Touched by an Angel. Yes, I, I didn't know she minister. was a reverend. Oh yeah. She's a real Del- reverend. Yeah, she passed away a year and a half ago, but she was, and she was my, uh, she was my angel. Touched by an angel. She was my That's angel. Beautiful. And there were times that I just, I mean, I got, I don't sleep as is. And along that times, it was so much worse because I'm like, I didn't understand why. It's, I don't understand why it's happening, but I'm like, again, she would say he's not giving you anything you can't handle, even though she can't give me the answer why it's happening. Mm-hmm. I just know there's got, got to be a reason. Um, I still don't know what that answer is and why. I know the way our system works is a part of it, but I know who I am and I know what I put out there and I know I'm the, a very completely honest person and anyone, I will take as much time as it needs for you to understand what yeah. it is your hair. I mean, mm-hmm. no matter where we are, airport, restaurant, I will stop That's, and I will give people? you as much stop time. Stop Chaz and ask happened. him for help with your hair. So it's funny. <laughs> we just today, today after lunch, a woman walked by, she had her dog with her and I'm like, we have a gift bag. Can you give her one? And I sat and explained what it was. I'm like, our number's on the bottle. Call us if you need to. Let me know. I've always been that person. I am that person because I don't just hand you that. Ah, good luck. I'm like, I want you to have the best, not it's not just hair now. It's hair, skin, it's head to toe, it's everything now. So and, and pets yeah. now. I oh, guess. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love that you're an animal lover. You oh, are a huge 100%. animal lover and you do a lot for animal charities. And you even have to Jen she's saying you have a pet line. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing. With, same thing with pets. It's like I growing up, I'm allergic to animals, I'm allergic to cats and dots. So we have So let's get five. I right. Well <laughs> I that's don't... no, that's what's crazy. I well I've had four, I have three now. Um, but growing up when I would get allergy testing, I would get allergy shots twice a week. And when the doctor told my mom, we had a colleague growing up in Pennsylvania and they said, you're going to have to get rid of your dog because your son's allergic to him. I literally told my parents, if you do, I will run away. And it's like, I'm serious. I love my dog. There's no way. I'm like, why can't we just wash her more often? So we would wash her with what was pet shampoo at the time. And she would end up with hot spots and dry and itchy and all that Mm. stuff. And it was horrible. And it's like, Sorry, all these people that say this about their pets, I'm like, try one pets, guys. Again, because it's not stripping, it's not robbing, it's hydrating. So when the... you wash your dogs more often, your allergies are better. Yeah, I, I cleanse them. But you needed them. something that was like gentle. Enough. Yeah, I, I ever since I gave up lather 26 years ago, that's all I've ever washed my dogs with, and I do it once a week. And they're if you, I wish they could have. But if you could feel their coats, they're Silky. so so. We didn't let off. his dogs in the studio. <laughs> I know. I feel this is not a pet friendly. <laughs> no, it's okay. hot it's, in here, and we don't have dogs. Okay. Oh, they would be melting in here. Too. <laughs> but yeah. So and the other part I think is important. I don't know if people realize it. We're recognized by the Leaping Bunny because there's no mm. animal testing, no animal byproducts. And I'm not someone who jumped on that bandwagon a month, a year ago, two years ago. I've been that way for 19 years since I've been on the market. I created them that way. No animal testing, no animal byproducts in it. But now everyone's like, oh, pet friendliness. I've always been that way. <laughs> it's just who I am. I love, love And they're animals. a big part of your life, your Oh, dogs. my God. They're my every. I, <laughs> my, my happiness comes from, I mean, you can't have, yeah. I couldn't imagine my life without. They're just, they're unconditional love. Yeah. They're unconditional love. They're my. Feels like my your MO a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> unconditional love. Tell me, what are the like best-selling when products now because i know back in the day it was like everybody had the fig one or the whatever now you have all these body care products all this other stuff what's doing really well for you um well i had i created remember i launched one product in november of 2000 we now have over 700 products and it becomes it's from our customer our customer on tbc they're very vocal when i launched in the category (laughs) of moose it's like 
I'm like, no, we can't do a mousse because you think a mousse is that old Nick Letcher yeah. back in those days, the yeah. 80s crunchy mousse. And I'm like, if I'm going to do it, it has to be like groundbreaking something else. But I mean, mine have like 11 amino acids and peptides. Is your mousse like, four. does it do very well? It's incredible. Yeah, it does incredible. Uh, it Because yeah. you put it on. I mean, people literally put it on their skin when they don't have a moisturizer because it's so treated. Oh, wow. The idea of putting a mousse on my skin is yeah. like creepy. So yeah. but oh, it must no, be really this, nice. It, yeah, you put it on and you feel like, oh my gosh, it's so silky. But I mean, we have that. They asked me to do hairspray for years. I'm like, I can't do it because environmentally it wasn't you know friendly so until two and a half years ago and i was able to do an environmentally friendly aerosol mousse which is hs hfc 152a and it seemed environmentally friendly so now i have a dry cleanser as well instead of dry shampoo mm. i just encourage people to read their ingredients so that's why when all this happened to me i'm like really have wait you... me i'm the guy who's looking <laughs> at yeah. ingredients yeah. thank wait, you how come you're yeah hair... read my my dry cleanser as opposed to dry dry shampoos have propane and butane and aluminum and... so you get some of that aerosol like spray without those chemicals yeah without the chemicals yeah it's hfc-152 i don't know what that means environmentally you know what that it's a way of doing the propellant without the, the damaging effects. The sh- yes. Yeah. Yes. And the body treatments that we have with vitamin K and arnica. We have lip scrubs without sugars that strip your You're lips. giving me these details from the 90s, and I'm like, how old is this guy? Because you Wait, look good. Because I haven't used lather my skin. I'm not joking. Wait, for so for 26 years. Do you, Thank you, you use I when on your that. face, too? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, it's my skin, and I'm melting in here, but I use when. Gonna, I only we're, use We're going to let you out in a second. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. We have I have a question. Is there anything? Is there anything? you want to achieve that you have not achieved wow um well, and now opening, you're really getting hot yeah i'm opening a salon here in new york and okay the crazy part you probably don't know sorry is i purchased the salon september of 2015 okay september of 2015 is it just an empty storefront right now it's being renovated but it's, it's, it's in greenwich where village it it's okay. in the west village and it's right, Juliana Moore's right in that neighborhood. Okay. It's right where the hospital was that those condos Oh, 7th Avenue. Right there. Yeah. I'm yeah. right across the street from Meatballs and right next to oh, Rosemary's Pizza. Oh, fab. So crazy. This is how he's going to market. Right across right the street a, from Meatballs. I have been. I have. I'm like, you know where Meatballs is. You know where the hospital came down, the <laughs> condos went. Yeah. I'm literally right there. So it's. I'm so crazy excited. It's been almost... It'll be four years when in September, it but it was a la- it was landmark. So it took three years oh, to get yeah, through yeah, all yeah. that. And so now with, sorry, the construction, it's um, by the end of this year. I'm pushing. I'm like, I told him by, I want exciting. it by October. What will it be called? Chastine Studio. Studio. Yeah, Same thing? Chastine Studio. So you'll be and we already school. have people that want to book. They're like, can I make an appointment? I'm like, you can get on the list, but I don't know when we're opening. But if yeah. you want to get on the list. Are you going to remember Jess and I? I we yeah, try, we're going to be you. like with You mean Angie Harmon and Juliana Moore? <laughs> you guys, that's what you guys don't know how they look. We have Angie Harmon and Juliana Moore here. doppelgangers. I'll take it. I know. Seriously. So that I'm excited about. And then as far as beyond that, I don't, I just keep creating. I'm someone that, you know, is. I just do. I and just do. I love it. I love it. I know you're not afraid of a little eyeliner. Oh, no. I love my eyeliner. So Can which, you see? Yes. Is it melting? So, the, so, I'm so sorry, Chaz. What? We're going to have to like cool you off after. Uh, what's your brand that you um, like? Because you don't make eyeliner yet. No, I don't. And I really should. I use, and not, nothing against, but I used Mally's Gunmetal for years, years, oh, years. Oh, Mally, yeah. But then Laura Geller came out with her Kajal, and I do that one now. It's Your just, QVC friends. I yeah, I really yeah, do. I support my QVC friends. I do. And they try and give it to me. like, no, I just I just need to get it. Just tell me where. And I, because I buy like six, eight, 12 at a time, whatever. But yeah, I, I don't, once you go on TV, that's how it happens. And you already know that. Once you're on TV, you're like, you get used to seeing your eyes with, pop a little bit more yeah and then all of a sudden when you don't and again you, it was the infomercial was that yeah 
So I do. I just line them, and I I like a smoky eye. You if look I, good. If I wasn't doing this, I probably would have been a rock star. That's why I like. I feel like it's got to have that edge to it. Does you got an edge. We like it. Yeah. <laughs> like a real Dave Navarro here. I, I love thank it. Thank you. <laughs> we, he we, works out at my gym. It all ah, is connected. Go. He's got a lot of connections. We yeah. appreciate you and your honesty and your story and like all the love you're putting out into the thank world. You. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank, Wish, can next they follow time, me? Can I tell them? Yes, yes. yes uh, all the information. Hit it. Chaz Dean. Because I go live oh, on Paris. Will, do you yes. know what that is? Periscope. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That was the original live one. Then Facebook did. Does then people Instagram still did. use Periscope? Okay, I do. Go live on Instagram of, story. No, I do that too, but okay. not as many there. I mean, I get thousands on Periscope. People are still so I do using both. Periscope. Yeah. Huh. I have like over six. We're gonna. We're gonna... Million hearts on oh there. My so gosh. I was one of the original when it first started. I did it, but I so, do Periscope, and here's why. Because at the salon, you can watch the consultation, you can watch the cut, you can watch what I do, and you learn from it. They can ask questions. Instagram, you can. Facebook, I can't have music on the background, so I can't do that mm. at the salon. So that's why I do Periscope, because I can have the music on, I can have my vibe going, follow and you. they learn. But it's Chaz Dean on Periscope, Instagram, and Twitter. And for Facebook, it's Chaz Dean fan page. And then the other one is When by Chaz Dean, just all of them across the board. And we're FabulousHair.com. <laughs> and now we're all family. <laughs> Yeah, you, we'll give you all the links. Thank you. It'll be like a whole I'm social love party. I'm looking at Angie and Julian. Ah. You were awesome. Thank you so much, Chaz. Chaz. Thank you. We're going to get you into the cool air, okay? Open the window. Thank Bye-bye. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honeylove, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honeylove came along. Honeylove's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honeylove products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honeylove is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honeylove. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. 
Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. <laughs> it's time to raise a wand, guys. Let's raise a wand. First to Chaz for being so open about his company and his issues that he's had i second that totally what a love (laughs) okay now raise a wand okay so you know that i'm all about a pinky peach lipstick yeah i mean it's the charlotte tilbury ones your go-to i i I love my penelope pink i love my bitch perfect yes but there is i've got like a one or two that like other ones in the rotation is there a new guy in town this has been it's not new to me because i needed to wear it for like three months before i was like you're oh, good. It's like a you, friend. It's like you guys know she's not going to just come at like two no, days not, in. No, I have like a, I have like probably like forty lipsticks at home, but I really only wear like three most of the time. And you're and if you try a new one, you have to wear it for a while before you're ready to raise a wand. Yes. To it. Oh my yeah. god, this is or exciting. E- or even to like let it sit in my like makeup bag. I'm so excited. What is it? It's a Tom Ford. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Ching ching. Kaching kaching. Um, lip contour duo. So it's like a long skinny one. Asterix goes to Hamptons one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. Oh, touche. Is that the right thing to say? Yes, yeah, touche. Yes, no. I love saying touche, but sometimes I'm not sure if I've used it right. Just okay. So it's like, check me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, Tom Ford lip contour duo, duo in fling it on. Okay, so you see. could tell I've used it quite a bit. Look oh, how yeah. much I have to twist it up. 
I li- it's super creamy, like all Tom Ford lipstick. But a nice slim bullet. Slim bullet. And because um, a lot of like the super luxury lipsticks are so creamy and I'm a hard lipstick pusher, sometimes I like crack them. Yeah. I can't crack this because the whole thing is encased. It's like a slim tube. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like versus yes. the bullet a, doesn't come up high enough for you to do damage. Exact, exactly. And that's a good thing in my book. And that's a good thing if you spent, you know, a ton of money on a Tom Ford lipstick. What's so, on the other end of that duo? The other end is a liner. I always want to be a liner person. I know you love liner, but mm-hmm. I forget to like bring the liner to work or I, I never reapply because I'm lazy or I forgot. This, I'm constantly reminded it's a nice little liner and it's like really thin. I'm turning it on now. And it's the perfect match. So they do a bunch of these shades. I have another one. Um, What's the name of this shade? This is called Fling It On. Fling It On. And let's be honest, okay, expensive, but two in one. Two in one. And it's like, so I'm going to put it on right now. She's doing it with no mirror and I have, to, and she, you do push hard with your lipstick. And my grandmother pushed you look hard like and my mom You apply hard. lipstick like my grandmother did. Like, yeah. you like, schmear, schmear. Yeah, yeah. Bam, bam, bam. I can't do that. You was that be... too, was that really too hard, Tiff? Was that really hard? Yeah, you look like an old lady, like, down in Boca applying your lipstick. Oh, my God. I bet you my husband's, like, cringing every time I like, put on my lipstick. <laughs> it's kind of cute, though. It's very, like, it's an old-fashioned gesture, as they say, at the beauty counter. <laughs> Call me old-fashioned. <laughs> it's a beautiful color, though. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. Now. So if you are in a splurgy mood... Um, this is definitely one to try. You will not be disappointed. Now, what's yours? Mine is, so for body lotion, I don't do body lotion. I do body oil. Okay. And I am very rigorous about my testing of body oils because so many of them are like so slippery or it smells too or much. It feels like or, just like Wesson. Like yeah, all I'm like body. covered in Crisco. Yeah. So my new one is made with stone crop. And I thought because you lived in Britain for a while, you might have heard in of Britain. Britain. It's Eminence, which organics, okay. which I love this brand. I don't brand. know stone crop. I didn't know what a stone crop was, but they have a new body oil called Eminence Organic Stone Crop Body Oil. Apparently, it's a kind of like sedum, like a, um, what are they called? They're like a rock plant. Uh, oh, my God. Succulent. It's a oh, succulent. okay. Thank you, which makes sense now that I'm thinking about it because it's probably really good at holding in moisture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is the lovely. Remember Neutrogena's dry oil back in the day? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I like that one, but if you, it's just, it's not super natural, and I really like a natural fragrance, like mm-hmm. made with like natural essential oils. And it also has like a more of a silicone slip to it, mm-hmm. whereas this sinks in more like a hydrator. Oh, I like that. But, I have to try this. But the fragrance is not unlike that fragrance. It's like this, it's like a little bit of a musky herbal, but in the lightest way possible. Nice. Now, so, do you put your, your oil on after you go to the shower or do you put it on at nighttime? Your morning shower, right? It depends, but it's always after the shower. My skin's still a little bit damp, as we know. That helps seal in the moisture. Or just when I put on a skirt in the morning if I'm not showering and I'm like, my legs look ashy because I always look ashy. Mm -hmm. I'll rub it over my my legs and my arms. Yeah, mine are like splotchy. My legs look like splotchy. I think also that's the reason I like a body oil in a, instead of a lotion is because I think it does have like a blurring because then it's reflective and it ch- kind of tricks your eye yeah. to think that you like have better skin than you do. Yeah. And nice. probably this makes my skin better in the process. Oh, yes, it does. It has rose extract to soothe and antioxidants to promote a more youthful ex- appearance. <laughs> Whatever. I just like the smell and it feels really good. All right. I feel inspired to go home and moisturize. Like right now I feel very dry. Let's do it. And then we'll sit in front of the air conditioner. Oh. Thanks for listening. Fat Mascara is produced by our friends at Atwell Media. You can check out our website, fatmascara.com, for episode recaps, product recommendations, and discount codes. And if you want to reach us directly, email us at info at fatmascara.com, or you can follow us on social at fatmascara, shoot us a DM, and we'd love if you went over to iTunes and threw us a rating. How many stars? Five. Five, please. 
You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 